Hello. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. We're just waiting on Sean to join. Okay. <laughs> how's, how's everything going? Oh, pretty good. I'm I'm feeling better. Um, I don't have my COVID test results yet, but I'm feeling better, so that's good. Not everything's COVID, right? We still get regular <laughs> sick, right? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know anymore. You know, I stubbed my toe the other day and I had COVID. Yeah, well, it's bound to happen, right? Yeah, somebody's <laughs> got to do it. <laughs> I'm almost, I, I'm kind of, you know, it, it's serious, but I'm just kind of, kind of burnt out with it. Yeah. It's just horrible leadership, horrible planning, in my opinion. Uh, I think we could have done things a lot different in March, but. Absolutely. I think that if, uh, if Trump wore the mask in March and I think if we didn't shut down. Correct. Those two things would have been really good. We very yeah. prematurely, um, as a lot of Americans have premature everything now. Um, I think we just should have waited about maybe till the end of May, honestly. Yeah. But, like you said, if, he, if everybody would have jumped up there and wore the mask and said, hey, this is what we need to do and stuck to their guns and, instead of flip-flopping, things would have been, to me, a little bit different. Yeah. Well, Fauci first came out and said masks are bad because, and he backtracked just recently, Correct. because he didn't want everyone to buy up what the hospitals needed. Well, then how come he didn't say, hey, make your own mask or, you know, these other companies are producing masks now. It didn't take any time for for companies to produce their own masks. They're sold everywhere you go on social media. You see an ad for a mask or any article you read associated with COVID has an ad for a mask. Yeah, and it's funny, all the people that jumped on the bandwagon of making them, you know, and and then I always kept saying, follow the money because all these pop-up companies come up with these masks especially on amazon you know everybody was get, is getting a piece of the uh covid yeah well you know you can't waste a, a good opportunity right no good crisis goes to waste absolutely <laughs> I, I, I don't know what sean should be on here in a minute uh we had a uh we did a little mini show which we did earlier and towards the end of it we had the craziest problems something just knocked us completely off we started talking about some upcoming projects and and we started talking about the government for a minute and all of a sudden dead air just everything got knocked off and that's the first time ever with this that i had any problems but i've been having strange problems for the past week anyway Okay, well, hopefully it doesn't happen tonight because uh, I got a lot of information tonight. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna piss a lot of people off. Well, too. you know, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, you you can say what you want to, you know, don't hold nothing back. I mean, this is the whole the whole reason I like this uh, platform because I don't want to sugarcoat anything. I'm sick of, um, you know, be, being doing like a, a show for the majority or for a certain group or, you know, I want it to be raw. I want it to be different. I want people to express their feelings, opinions. And of course I want to make people think, God, think outside the Mm -hmm. box. Absolutely. You know, 
that's that's how we've always done it as America, right? You know, that's how our country was formed. We our founding fathers didn't agree 100% on everything. But no. did they they nitpick semantics? No, they took, you know, the the goals for humanity regardless of the owning people. The goals of humanity, you know, they had in common that we should be free. And I think now in 2020, we can say all of humanity should and needs to be free. And it's up to us as America to make sure that we keep that going, keep that hope alive. You know, I wish more people would think like that. And you're absolutely right. You know, and then I started really digging in. When this started, I started looking into the what's really going on. And, and it will make you go down a hole and you will never come back out of it because too many people have too many different agendas and yes they're they're using it to their advantage in these platforms you know the news being one of them on top of politics election year and and you know just this past week we had really kind of taken off a week um from doing some shows Sean was busy I was really busy this past weekend and you know we wanted to start because we planned some different special shows down the uh within the month well anyway this past week has been just a nightmare in the news like just things going on in this country things going on globally and then you have the china stuff on top of chicago on top of uh portland you know at 53 days of these uh violent protests you know i, I talked to Sean earlier these protests are not they're not peaceful protests and these people that are are tearing up stuff they really don't even know what they're fighting for no they think they do they think they do but they're being hoodwinked you know they think they're fighting for their cause which is not just black lives matter you know it has to do with the sun sunrise movement and uh, you know the environment and the green new deal we got to push this through and they don't realize that they're being led like like the oysters and the walrus and the carpenter from Alice in Wonderland or you know the pied piper which is the people that are at the helm of these organizations that are showing people this this you know really great idea and and yeah everybody wants to save the environment but that's not really what what these people are wanting to do they just have you believing that's what they want and you know that the term useful idiot you have tens of thousands of people out there protesting but they're really creating a destabilization of this country that is going to profoundly affect them as well for the worse and, and they don't they don't see it no and that's sad but what i want to do right now is what I got to get Sean on so what we'll do is we'll hold that well hold on Sean's coming in now oh, man <laughs> Sean Sellers is here with Life Talk Radio people uh, you know it, it's really important to do these shows to have your phone charged and when you realize <laughs> that your uh, phone cord don't work well it really just puts a damper on everything so i had to i had a lot of <laughs> scrambling to do so i wasn't very prepared i apologize No. Uh, first of all, welcome to the show. We want to welcome Deborah Gallagher to the show. We we've known her for a long time. 
She's been really close friends with us. She's given us a lot of insight. Uh, she's made me think with the stories and stuff that she sent that makes me you know, want to research more. And it's funny that we can send this information back and forth and then get it out for people to to start opening their minds and really thinking. You, you know, I'm really excited to have her on, and I'm going to be honest. You know, I don't watch, as you know, I always tell everybody, I don't watch any news. And, and you know, what I what I know to research and look into really comes from you, Hump, or it comes from Deborah. And that's a fact. Or, or I just don't look. And, 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 you know, she is literally, she, to, to me, like um, how Lyndon Moulton Howe is to Coast to Coast and Nori. Deborah Gallagher is literally that way to me because she keeps me in tune and in line. Is there something I really need to pay attention to? If not, I stay far away from it. So I appreciate you doing that and keeping me in line with what we're doing with these shows and stuff. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and then especially like my fact check of the Denver thing. I was telling Sean, I think that's when the government clicked us off. I, yeah, I, yeah. I looked those pictures up, Deborah, and I found them on two different places. So I ended up deleting the post but okay but i know sean's been there and there's so much stuff and there's so much symbolism and there's so much stuff with that airport you know it wouldn't surprise me so i was like 50 50 on it but i went on and deleted it because you know the stuff that i put out i want to be you know correct and make you think and not something that's not factual at all and then i want our listeners tonight to give a little background on you because I do want to say this you, you served our country in the United States Navy which I'm so happy for and thank you so much for your service and then you you talked to us and, and you've been around this field for a long time as well tell tell our listeners a little bit about you oh gosh um, well, you know, like you said, I was in the Navy, but that was way back in 1997. That was when we were actually in a very short peacetime. Uh, and, you know, I met you guys uh, at a, uh, what would you call it, a metaphysical convention yeah. through the veil. Yes. 2009 in Atlanta. Um, and I was just getting into paranormal investigating. For me, I had a really terrible fear of death. So that's why I got into into that hobby to just kind of see what's beyond there and to calm myself down. <laughs> and it works, you know. There's yes. something out there. There, there is a life after after this one for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm a massage therapist. I've been doing that for 15 years, but in 2013 I got my uh, bachelor's of psychology through liberty university so i studied a little bit more about the bible and you know i finished my degree so to me that was pretty much a real well-rounded education because in in liberty university they also taught a lot of other religions so you got a really good world view and good perspective so some people are like oh you went to a baptist school well they're not sitting there you know ready to dunk you you know they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're there to help expand your mind as well you know so with your massage your professional massage stuff 
Do you wear any leather or anything like that? <laughs> no, um, no. Uh, I don't work at a parlor. Oh, no, that's a, a degrading term for a therapist. I, I meant the wrong And S and M, S and M is something that you know no one really knows about me. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I've never had a professional <laughs> massage. Me, Isn't that crazy? me neither. Never. That's horrible. <laughs> I'm gonna have to add I that mean, to my bucket list. I know. I mean, it's going to be, it's, 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 you know, it's, we keep things 100. That's stuff we got to get off our bucket list. <laughs> but, but, but honestly, though, I can tell you, you know, that we, we've worked with a lot of people and we have a lot of friends. And we have a lot of people we call friends in this field, but I promise you, Deborah, you're somebody I sincerely mean that you're our friend and I appreciate you. You always don't hesitate to call us on stuff we're wrong about and we listen to each other and that's truly what friendship about and, I, and you know I know we bounce things off back and forth with our problems and everything else and I definitely appreciate you oh well, right back after. that is so yeah. tender <laughs> thank you yeah. Yeah. tender moment <laughs> <laughs> well you know it's keep things 100 you know that's right we got it yeah that, that's the only thing going right in 2020 <laughs> 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 I mean you you would you mean you wonder the one as soon as I say you know this is the year I'm gonna keep things 100 and I'll help race yeah. I mean on every aspect you know yes but well it's, it's crazy that we're at the end of the seventh month of the year you know <laughs> we're almost wrapping it up and I what happened what the hell happened <laughs> <laughs> It, it's been like a blink. I mean, I, you know, me and my, you know, it's strange. Me and my son had that conversation today. It's just how fast this year has been. I mean, it's just like we blinked our eyes and it's, and it's just been that fast. It's just crazy. Well, I think there's much, much more to come down the pipeline. And this is just only the beginning. You know. Well, Deborah, what, what are you thinking about? <clears throat> you know, we, we talked a little bit earlier about that. Do you, do you speak what do you see coming here in the next four or five months and I, and I, I know everybody's gonna say well november's the election like I, I don't really the election's really not a big deal for me and i hate to be like that but I, that's just the way i'm wired i don't care because i always say republicans and democrats done nothing for us but i see something more coming down by december uh, well, you know, Fauci like to talk about the uh, swine flu that is happening with pigs in China. And it's a new swine flu and it's transferring to the pig handlers, humans, but it's not transferring yet human to human. But it is a pandemic, a possible pandemic on the horizon. To me, that just that just says that we're going to have a combination poo-poo platter come uh, flu season with COVID-19 and an H1N1 mutation. Uh, so, you know, they didn't get it right the first time around because just because people think, oh, it's a pandemic, it doesn't mean it's fake. You know, it doesn't mean it's fake at all. It just means it was planned. And, and I agree with that. But the only problem I'm having with the, all this is when you say the word pandemic, the only thing that comes to mind for me right now is dollar signs. And I hate to be like that, and that sounds kind of ugly, but I think our, our global leaders that use that word like that and throw it out there, there's always something in my head that's agenda or something sinister that, that goes back to some type of money. Now, should I be like that? Probably not, but with... 
with the track record of what's happened in the United States since February, I mean, it's hard to disagree with that. I mean, it's serious, but it still has to do with economics. Oh, I think it does. I think it all ties into, uh, you know, the, the push for the Green New Deal, uh, which is just Agenda 21 written differently, uh, which was actually hijacked from the original Green Party uh, in 2007. The Green Party, you know, the other people on the ballot with the libertarians that no one votes for. Yes. They actually came out with the Green New Deal in 2006. And uh, it contain many specific initiatives to wean the U.S. economy off fossil fuels by 2030 and to create jobs in the process. I'm reading from, from an article. Yeah. It also contains a plan to secure funding in large part through reducing the country's excessive bloating military budget by uh, reining in Wall Street. Well, in the Green New Deal that we have today with Ocasio-Cortez, none of that is in there. None of the original intent is in there, you know, and I think that it all kind of falls in line with what we're seeing with the pandemic, because it's, this might be controversial for me to say, but black lives do matter, but you also have tens of thousands of people protesting and they're being tear gassed during a respiratory pandemic. That doesn't make sense. It, I was tear gassed in boot camp. And you, like every, your eyes, your nose, your mouth, you are just a faucet of droplets, <laughs> you know? And you're coughing and you're hacking and your asses to elbows out there in the protest. Well, you're spreading it all around. Well, you know, we have a number increase going up now, a possible second shutdown. And Bill and Melinda Gates want to give the vaccine to people of color first. Is this not a setup for eugenics? It, it, it's absolutely a setup for it. And, and I'm, I'm getting more and more, I'm convinced that, that, that that's exactly what it is. Well, well, Sean, I wanted you to add to what she just said, added to the thoughts and what you said about a couple of weeks ago about 2030. That yeah, all you know, in together. You know, I hadn't done, like I said, I hadn't done predictions or anything in a really long time. And I, and, you know, you've been, I've been playing around like in the past that I'm gonna play around with some stuff. And that since I've been playing around with it, that 2030 just significantly keeps coming up. And I don't know why. And I, and almost, and I think that's when everything's really gonna all fall out. It's gonna be 2030. And I know. It's a ways down the line, but that's just—it's just something that kept keeps coming up, and, I, and I'm gonna stand kind of firm to that. That I think that's when—that's when it's we're gonna be—we're gonna be absolutely at the end of our ropes. We're not at the end of our ropes now. We're just now going through the door. But the end of the ropes is comes down to that something that's gonna happen in 2030. And and Deborah, let me ask you a question. If if let's look outside the box as far as control, government control, right? Say they want to control your guns and, and the Second Amendment and the right to bear arms. Isn't it wonderful that they give everybody a stimulus check and basically they put enough fear in Americans to go out and buy all the ammo in the United States, almost all the firearms in the United States? What was left, people doubled the price up to sell. 
And here we are now in July, July the 22nd, and there's barely any ammo to buy and there's hardly any guns left. Isn't that, to me, the greatest control in the world? Well, you're pretty much screwed if you don't have anything by now, that's for sure. You know, and, and they'll definitely get the urban areas that might not be as heavily armed as the suburban areas, which goes in line with the Green New Deal and Agenda 21 or the sustainable living and population control. You know, if they're not going to get you by a virus, they're going to get you by a violent insurrection and a civil war. Who's left in the country will be, you know, will be living in these sustainable urban developments, much like Wuhan, much like what they have in China. You know, and it's all it's all pre-planned um, with Ocasio-Cortez and her Green New Deal. She she and Bernie were buddy buddies. But then Biden, you know, is looking like he's going to be, if not already decided, the de- Democratic nominee. Well, in the sun, sun, Sunrise Movement, the uh, one of the people associated with that, Sophie Karasek, She's the deputy communications director of that movement. She uh, she was at some sort of event. She got like an award for a documentary. She was out there with Lady Gaga and uh, Biden was a speaker there. And there's a picture of her and Biden forehead to forehead. Well, she then said, I felt he was inappropriate. So they used that as leverage with Biden. And then New York Post on July 14th, uh, Joe Biden unveiled his $2 trillion AOC-fueled Green New Deal energy agenda. Well, since they kind of blackmailed Biden, uh, the people who are part of his uh, Green New Deal task force is the uh, the, the head of the uh, Sunrise Movement, Barashini Parakesh. I'm probably destroying her name and AOC. So they can now endorse Biden because Biden is giving them what they want. Just, am I making sense? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely. But, but you know what? So you know, it, it, all, it all goes with what you're saying. It's all like we, we have all these things being thrown at us, but they're being thrown at us by the same uh, the same, you know, deep state, for lack of a better term. You know, Deborah, we've been saying for a long, long time that this was coming. And we've talked about the population control. We've been involved in in societies and stuff that believes that, and that we knew this was coming. And there's still a side of us. I don't mean, Hump, you can give your opinion. I don't want to speak for you, but I know for me, it's still a side of me that I knew it was coming. I knew these things existed. I know it's out there, but I didn't. But there's still a side that I just didn't want to believe it. Now I see it happening. I'm, I'm completely convinced that everything's happening has been planned for years probably if you go back to the 60s all this is planned it's laid out and and it's just part of their plan and everything's unfolding and a lot of the people are just acting out the play and they're doing exactly what they think how they know they're going to react to this and when they're just carrying along and pushing forward their agenda and and i really believe that bottom of my heart and what there's a couple of things that hit me really in the gut today one thinking about what you just said two when we joined these organizations, we were in our mid-20s. So basically yes. around 27, <clears throat> 25 years ago. And when we talked about stuff like this, people thought we were absolute nuts. 
So we got in these different organizations and we moved up in them and our thoughts changed and we really saw what was going on, you know, just like now. And then a five-year post that Sean did come on Melanie's page today. Sean said five years ago, everything that's going on on a Facebook post right now. And we talked about that earlier tonight and it hit me in the gut again because everything that we've been saying that people go, y'all are crazy. Y'all are, you know, y'all don't, I don't want to believe in that stuff. You know, the paranormal's not real. UFOs are not real. Y'all are nuts. Well, I'm afraid that everything that we said and thought and kind of put out there has actually come to life this year. You know, UFOs, they're in our face and come out again. What in October of last year, December and in February, they come out a go our own government come out with it. And yet we still have downplayed it and played it off. And it's something that we've been saying for years. What, that the aliens are real? Yeah, aliens are real. <laughs> the supernatural's real. That there's a huge shift going on. There's a uh, different black ops behind the scenes government that's, you know, Trump's a puppet. They're, the presidents and the world leaders are all puppets for somebody else. You know, the private, the banks are owned by private people. They're owned by the same families that probably started the world. You know, it's the same damn people, the Rothschilds. You know, you got the Clintons running a lot of stuff, but the, the banking system in the world is owned privately. They control the stock market. They control, you know, everything. We're at yeah. mercy to them. The creatures from Jekyll Island, 1913, you know? Yeah. That, you yeah. Know, that's when it all went to shit for America. <laughs> yeah, that, that is absolutely true. But, but why and you know... What? We we why do we let it? Yeah. I mean, it we just sat there and let it occur. Well, Deborah, you know, what think, do you think? Yeah, I think right now in 2020, why do we let it? Because the left, the younger left-leaning people, are being led through environmentalism, and the right is being led through the Q, trust the plan. And I think that's a big mistake, because I think that you know whatever's going on with the Q. Whether some things are legitimate or not that's said through that, I feel it just gets gives uh, Republicans a license to sit on their ass and not do anything. Yeah. You know, and so there's not a whole lot of movement going on on the Republican side because we got these baby wokes, is what I call them. <laughs> you know, these, these baby <laughs> wokes that just the first in 2016 that ha- like are having synchronicities for the first time and don't have a clue. And then they try to share it with you and it doesn't make sense to anyone but you. That's for you. You know, um, but their their eyes are opening, but somehow the, the tables had oddly turned like we went into an upside down Stranger Things world when Trump got elected in 2016. Because it's like everything that Bill Cooper and Alex Jones were saying for years and years before Trump got elected, just somehow got flipped and mocked and scoffed and <laughs> that's how covered we felt. up. That's how we felt. <laughs> uh, you, know? you know, that that's a great, great, uh, great point. I mean, it, it, that is absolutely what it's like. It's just flipped. 
you know, it, it did. You're absolutely right. It's literally like we're living in a strange no, no, you know, you, To me, you're talking about Flip. It's like we're living in 2016 till now in a damn TV reality show. I mean, that's what right. it is. You and, get what you vote for. And then Deborah, with the Q <laughs> yeah. movement, all right, when I first started really looking into that, they come out with some decent information that I was like, holy cow. And then you're right. All of a sudden, it seemed like everybody, and that's when it pissed me off on both sides. Republicans and Democrats are standing on the sidelines letting this go on. And, and I just don't get it because what agenda are they truly trying to do other than tanking the company? And now we may get another stimulus check to bankrupt us. And then on top of that, and I hate to bitch about it, gas is going up again but yet we bought all the oil up when it was under zero but yet our gas goes up and nobody wants to say nothing about that crime is out of control in america nobody wants to say anything about that oh uh, well i'm sure the gas went up because the coin shortage right oh yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that phony tale um i forget where i was going but continue huh um, no, no. Uh, uh, you know, it, it kills me that crime and and then you talk about the trafficking stuff that's so taboo, but is in our face every day because there's some people in some groups and some politicians covering this up globally. That's been a problem. And it's only been in mainstream uh, America for the past three or four years. It's been going on probably for 50. It's been so... Um, hidden so covered up but now it's like a fortune cookie crumbling in the past few years it's come out because people have started talking people got woke people started realizing hey something's not right look at hollywood and then everything starts trickling down but i'm to the point to where there's no way to fix it and i don't know of any way to fix it and I really don't want a major war to break out, but I see that coming. What's y'all's opinion on it? A major war is going to be the only way to kind of get out of what we're doing. That's how we get out of everything that we're doing with, you know, as history shows. Um, but as far as the, the child trafficking, you know, I'm going to bring the Sunrise Movement up again because, you know, the tentacles of all this run so deep where... Podesta's American Voters uh, organization donated money to the Sunshine or Sunrise. I keep calling it Sunshine, but it's Sunrise Movement. Um, Hillary Clinton um, and her, you know, she's in in it with uh, donating towards the Sunrise Movement. And this is a movement that gets all these young kids. Like I watched this video with these elementary school kids uh, talking about environmentalism and how you know, we're, we're going to die, you know, if you don't do anything, you know, by 2030. And it's just, if you follow the money, Soros is involved in the Sunrise Movement. So you have all the major key players that are involved in the human child trafficking pedophilia that are also involved in the movements going on with our youth today. What we see happening on the left. So it, it's just this Fuck that pyramid of evil. 
but you know, you know, the pyramid of evil has been working for a long, long time. You go back to the Franklin cover-up, you go back to the Atlanta child murders, and then you even go back and start looking at the sexualization of young people, how it has been slowly brought forth to where we are now. I mean, it's all part of their big plan, you know, and it, and it's everything unfolding. And you and I and I'm gonna stand. I really believe that there's two sides, two evil sides that battle at war right now, and we don't know which one of the two sides are gonna win. Then you've got the people who I call like the zombies that they shuffle and get them out and about. And then you have the, the other group that are the people that are woke that just sitting here in the middle waiting to see which enemy we're going to end, really going to end up having to fight. And, and then what's the worst part of where we're at is the only way we can get out of this situation, we've done it throughout history, is war. And, and what's happening with China, what's happening with India, Pakistan, that whole area, it's just a matter of time before that pops off and we're at war. Well, do you think it's going to be at the end of this year or going into the first quarter of 2021? Deborah, what you think? You might have a different, completely different opinion, and, I, and that's what I like about having you on here. I know you're going to be, you might be completely different than all of us. I mean, what, what, what do you think? Uh, well, it's it's hard for me to predict what's going to happen with China. You know, if you if you buy a map of the world in China, they have what they deem that they own, and it's just a matter of time before they take Taiwan. Um, and there's, you know, there's a, just a lot of moving pieces in that where I don't know how how much it would affect us here, like if there were to be an attack here from them, or how, or how it would really look like, and would it be right before the election? I don't know, you know, because I feel that would will we even get to an election, and that's another scary thing. Because, you know, if, if there's, for whatever reason, an election can't happen, if we're still abiding by the Constitution, then it defaults to the Speaker of the House and they become president. Yeah. So, yep. you know, I'm just not sure. I'm not sure what the timing with all this. And it makes it it makes it very anxiety riddled for me because I'm like, well, <laughs> well, what do I plan for? You know, yes, <laughs> but you know, we we got an agreement that we we will we will defend Taiwan, and, and the and the problem is is are we what type of shape we're going to be in to be able to do that, and you know you got Pakistan right now is trying is is allying up now with um with China, and you know and, and they and they're constantly dealing with that issue with that with that area with the with the border of India. And you know, the, it's it's just so many different fronts. Things can happen, and uh, you know, I'm I'm a firm believer now too. What's happening in North Korea is that you know Kim is is dead, and his sister's running it, and they just got him on a ventilator. Ventilator, and she is, I think, is going to be one that's not going to back down and going to want to make a power move soon too. Yeah, there's there's a lot of key players and everything, and it's just a, a ticking time bomb, and, and we just don't know what's going to happen. You know. Yeah. And I wanted your opinion on this, Deborah. Okay, let, let's talk about China real quick. One, uh, America's lacking electronics. Now, we know that computers, all the electronic gaming systems, they're all still over there in China, right? So we're going to have a bad Christmas, I believe, with electronics, consumer electronics. Okay, now mm -hmm. China is in the news again with spies have come up with... Uh, again i mean because it, it's been almost this whole year of china and america and, and spying then you have the houston incident where sean the fire department was called because something was burning 
And they went to the fire <laughs> department in, right? Yes. Because they were burning all the documents up. <laughs> in the courtyards, yeah. yeah. Now let's take that because that's pissed everybody off. And let's take let let's take the TikTok. You know, everybody's kind of doing TikTok now. They're mm-hmm. talking about that basically they're using that as a spy tactic. And we know for a fact that all the drones for law enforcement that were made over there, when they were recording what the law enforcement was recording, that was a big deal in January and February. But yet we've not done really anything about nothing really. What what do you think can happen out of all this? I mean, are we gonna constantly let this keep going? I, it's just a, yep. a, a big lack of leadership, you know, that's happening right now for America. And I think that it's, you know, it's up to people like us and, and, and other people who aren't afraid to voice their opinions to start talking to one another and start figuring out what's going on, start demanding things of our representatives, because that's what they are. They're our state representatives. You know, they're there to represent us. We need to make them listen to us, you know? Hey both of y'all because I want both of y'all's opinion on this one. You got a state legislator uh-huh. or representative, right? He's been in office for 45 years. Tell me what... No, no, this is serious. Hear me out. Tell me what a 70-year-old can do for a 21-year-old voter because... Let me give you this scenario. A 21-year-old police officer comes out to your house and you're 46. You and your families have an argument. Do you truly think a 21-year-old can come to your house and fix your problems and help you? No, they can't because the 21-year-old don't have any life skills. It's his first job. He's probably just now got out on his own. Most most of the young kids either join the military and go into that or... I, I mean, think about that. You know, I, I wasn't prepared for this question, but I, I mean, maybe Deborah, y'all might know the answer to this. But I was reading up when when the whole thing about defunding police departments and everything, and I and, and I'm very much pro, you know, for for the police and everything. But there's a country that it's actually two years training for an officer, where you go through the regular police training, and then you go through the training, the life skill stuff, the understanding stuff. So it's a two year endeavor. And, and, and that country has like unbelievable about like like nonviolent type of responses from officers and complaints, and and it's literally a two year training before they're let set to the streets. And I know it's almost impossible for that to happen here with the pay stick hills and everything else. But sure wouldn't you? I really think it's a point. I think it's a time that we might have to start paying attention to some of the other countries and see what's working and maybe bring it over here and see if we can work here. But until you start really changing things and supporting the law enforcement and backing them up with that, it's, it's not going to work either way. And until with legislature, till you get to term politicians, until you can be transparent on who, who's, who's giving them the money to run this election, we're going, you're going to com- continue to have puppets up there running and not represent you. But yeah, Sean, I, I applaud that, man. I think America needs that. What do you think? I think that, you know, I don't think that we should defund the police. I don't think your social worker is going to help you if your <laughs> husband's trying to kill you. I'm sorry. No. Um, 
But, you know, I do think that there needs to be reform in that, you know, uh, more training. Um, I've seen some, you know, footage of cops trying to take people down. They don't know what they're doing. And, you know, also there needs to be mental health, you know, not just, you know, like I wouldn't say combat training, but more, you know, Brazilian jujitsu or something. You can, you can, you can take this person down without killing them or tasering them. You know, you, you are in control. And I just see a lot of cops who don't know what the hell they're doing when it comes to that, you know, and then if you're, you know, if you're a cop, you, you have a very, very stressful job. So I think that you should have some sort of mandatory evaluations quarterly, if, if not more often to just be, you know, I think like in this society, we're actually, you know, we don't talk about our problems. We hide our emotions. Well, these cops need to talk about their problems and talk about their emotions to someone to get that out, to process it, to be a better cop, to be a better person. You know, I a million percent agree with that because we do need reform on that side. Just like I agree with the Black Lives Matter movement. I agree that we have bad cops, but we have bad people working at McDonald's. We have bad people working at the hospitals. We have bad and good with everything we do. Does there need to be reform with everything? Absolutely. And that goes back to, for you, the the guy that's representing us, that's 70 years old, can't relate to what's going on here. And that's just like all the reform you, you, we need for law enforcement and our own communities. We have to get with the sign of the times and change when times are changing, but we don't. And those same people that everybody keeps voting in over and over and over on Republican and Democrat sides, I mean, they're not doing anything for us but collecting a check. Here, here, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share an experience I had with my with with my old job and, and what I what I've thought about a lot lately regards to what's happening. But don't don't make any mistake about it. What's happened to Floyd was was, was a setup and it was a murder to, to 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 progress what's happening here. But all the other issues are the real problem. And my I had a job, my my former job when I had I always say when I had a real job. Um, <laughs> there was a, a it was a suicide where a gentleman. There was several officers, uh, task force, I guess it was a task force, when you had several officers from different cities and county, and they moved in on the guy's property, and the guy was in his vehicle, and he basically grabbed a a, a, a pistol that wasn't loaded, so he was going to point for the suicide, and when he drew the pistol, you know, you're supposed to fire, tw- you know, you fire the two twice, and you correct me if anything wrong, I'm going, this goes back um, over 20 years, when you fire the twice, and you observe well this officer with the with the body cam literally unloaded on the guy and he continued to fire and fire and fire and fire and fire and and his family sued you know and and when i and i interviewed that officer it was a young officer and he literally just said i was scared yeah and i really think that comes in into play more times than not is that we have young officers out there they get in situations with these career criminals that's out like the like the murders that happened in florida yeah. where the guys what had 200 what, 250 what, unbelievable felonies. Of, i mean that's ridiculous. So, so you take a young officer encountered that type of criminal 
he is going to be scared. It's human instinct, and I think that that that's a bigger issue that than 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 a lot of people don't realize. And that, and that and that just I always that comes to play over and over in my mind. I remember that since everything's been going on. But you know, Deborah and Sean, you know, I keep saying this until everybody wants to sit down at a round table and really get very uncomfortable and and really figure this out. Nothing's going to be changed. Nothing. No city, no state, not this country, because we're rebel. We have too many rebel rousers, too many agendas, too many secretive agendas. We're all against each other, and nobody wants to get uncomfortable. Well, well, you know, one of the one of the most disturbing things to me is just how how rude and crude and. and dark people get when they attack you when they don't agree with you on social media i'm talking about it could just be a minute disagreement and people just go right for the jugular and i think that that allowed that that allowed a lot of people to say you know what i'm not even arguing arguing with these ignorant people because if you put those people at the round table and they did that a lot of would would crawl away because they would take a vicious beating (laughs) because there's not respect and, that, and that's an issue you have. You know, you have a lot of the people screaming and doing that because that, that pretty much refers that they're really uncomfortable with their stance. And they can be these keyboard gangsters yeah. in the way they attack people and hurt people. <laughs> and yeah, I don't think you'd ever get them to a table. Well, then we, well, we they definitely, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Deborah. They definitely wouldn't act like that in real life, like y'all are saying. And that's the thing that everyone has got to understand is stop treating people like shit and start coming together on what we agree about. We want to be free, right? We, we, we don't want to be um, killed off by our government in any malicious way. We'd, we'd like to have our prosperity, I think, across the board, right? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Can we not all agree on that? Why yeah. can't we come together, you know, both? We're so polarized right now, and it's designed that way. And there's brainwashing on both sides. And people want to talk about the virus fear. Well, there's fear everywhere about everything. Fear on the left about this. Fear on the right about this. And, you know, all this misinformation and, you know, something called memic warfare, which are these ridiculous memes that are just bullshit that people pass and just, you know, and instigate these arguments that are just you based off these memes of lies and no one has done their research at all you know and yet we want to just you know like you said go for the jugular on social media where we're sitting alone with no repercussions well our country's not going to be fixed that way and to be honest going back to china we're primed for an invasion and if we don't get our shit together as a whole we are going to be taken over one way or another. Well, yes. By the banking systems, they have us by money we owe them. They have us by everything that we basically buy. You know, you know, we're one um, MP, whatever pulse attack to be taken down. You know, our grid hadn't been been redone since what's the since the, what the forties, fifties, thirties, whatever. And our grid is, is, is it won't take much to, for, for a pulse attack to take our grid down. And, and you know, as much as people say it's not going to happen, but it, it would not take much to cripple, especially now with us going to a cashless society and us dependent on these cards, these debit cards, dependent on our phones, depending on all this stuff. We're one solar flare away. We're one, one pulse attack away from being completely 
absolutely just shut down. Um, here's another question for both of y'all. If if we don't have a a war war, what don't you think China could start a cyber attack on us? And, and and let's use this for example. Let's say everybody's downloaded TikTok. What about if that's one big corrupt you know social media platform that is spying on you, that is basically taking all your information out of your phone and using it. Is it I think that that's already happening with every social media platform, the Patriot Act of 9-11 and the surveillance that's been done, you know, in our you know, in our own home by our own people. You know, and we our our government does work with China. They're all eaten from the same cookie jar, you know. Yeah, um, so Patriot Act still in uh do we still have the Patriot Act? Yes, Trump uh, Trump signed an extension for that not too long ago. Okay. But, you know, here's the thing. When we, when we get invaded, it won't be an all-China invasion. It'll be that it would be a one-world government type of invasion. It'll be a complete takeover by by the, the New World Order or by somebody that wants to be. It's that dark power. And, you know, I believe we're at war anyway right now. We're at war of all levels of the planes. You know, I said that last week. And, and we're definitely under in a spiritual war. We're in a war in our own in our own country. On every aspect, it's already started. Well, do you think... Let, let, let's scratch this whole year up. Let's, let's take 2020 out. Let's start again in January. And, and I really don't care who's the president because, like I said, I think the presidents are all puppets anyway. Are we going to come out of this by the middle of 2021? Are we going to ever get back to a normal? I, I don't think it'll. I, I think there's going to be a new normal. I don't. I think our normal, the way our life was this time last year, is never going to happen. I just don't see it getting back to it. It's going to be. It, it, it's going to have to be a new normal. Life's going to be forever changed. You can't do. You can't go this far, and the and the and the powers to be, the the dark hand at work right now. You can't. They can't go this far, and just let it go. What do you think? No, I don't think it's just going to go away. There's talk about the UN white helmets hitting our soil, and if that happens, that's no good. That's no good. Because mm. then that means we don't have the United States of America anymore. We are controlled and governed by the UN. That's New World Order. This was all happening. And everyone wants to fight over the mask or no mask. That doesn't mean anything. There's so much bigger things happening than your right to choose to wear a mask or not right now. You know? Oh. And they keep us so polarized that so we don't see what's coming. The collectively. You know? And until that we can collectively, you know, really be woke you know, as everyone likes to say they are, nothing's going to change. It's going to get worse. Food shortages are on the rise. The second stimulus, uh, a studio apartment in New York costs like $2,600 to rent. A one bedroom costs over 4000 to rent. Do you think $1,200 or 12, uh, like, yeah, uh, $1,200 is, is going to be enough for, for people in these big cities? 
that have these outrageous rents. It's not, you know, and then they get rid of the uh, the federal unemployment, then all these evictions are going to take place. And all these evictions are going to take place before November. Even if you roll out a second stimulus, it's not going to be enough. It's just another band-aid covering a hole that, you know, and another one is just going to pop up. It's like whack-a-mole. <laughs> you know, it's not... It's not really fixing anything. You patch one thing up, well, it's coming out over here. Well, you know, shit's gonna happen. And and something else that's weird, uh, a number come up about that. They were talking about over three million ev- evictions by the end of December. Merry yes. Christmas. Yep. Um, yep. But let me ask y'all something because this was brought up earlier this morning. We talked about it. With everything opening back up, and I saw sports are trying to open up, we're still trying to work on the schools. Has, why has nobody never questioned why the movie theaters have not opened up at all? Is that They're not, not as important as the bar. They're not <laughs> as important as your massage or your haircut. Oh. Yeah. But, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. As a massage therapist, I'm high risk, you know? But so it concerns me. But what's weird is you could social distance in a movie theater. You could go one every third seat. But none of the movie theaters have opened back up at all yet. And I thought that was kind of strange because bowling alleys opened back up. Of course, the bars did. You know, and I just thought that was super odd. Here's my answer to that. You know, if me and the boys went to the movies, it it I think it's like what ended up being like seventy five dollars, right? I mean, I I think I I really think the last time we went, it it was it was it was like seventy (laughs) dollars. Once we got snacks, you know, we're big. But but now but now when the new movies come out, you just get on Amazon, drop that one price, and you're set. That's the way to go. I mean, for for us. For, for, for like for my for as a single parent I mean the movies was really a, a special treat and now having the ability to get the new movies come out on Amazon be able to watch it at home make it affordable and we've actually watched more movies now than we see I had. didn't know that <clears throat> that makes sense I mean I, I didn't know you can see the movies on Amazon that showed yeah it's like 20 bucks for for your whole family it's like you know, yeah oh wow way cheaper and I have a 55-inch TV. I'd much rather be at home than go to the movie theaters. I don't like people. Which well, well, makes sense because that, that, I just that shows you, one, I don't watch a lot of TV TV. And I, and I definitely yeah. don't go to the movies. Uh, basically, I stay on social media and watch the news. But, but, but you know, we have, we have literally watched more movies this year since they've done that than we've ever had. Because of because it's affordable. Well, see, that's good for you and your boys, and I could see where moms yes. and their kids, and you know, the time at home, um, you know, you're able to spend time at home. Here's a subject that I brought yeah. up that the news brought up that kind of like everybody had a smart ass answer to it. <clears throat> Walmart announced that they were going to close Thanksgiving. There would be no Black Friday. Uh, which I just said that China's got all our electronics, so that should tell you something. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. gonna close because of you know families important and stuff, and I'm all for that. And I kind of got like um, 
you know, people were like kind of smart assed about it that, you know, it's a hidden agenda and blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Because here's the thing. The American worker is overworked anyway. I'm glad to see them close up. They need to close up because, hell, they've been open since day one and they haven't stopped. Because y'all know how well, I feel about Walmart. But when you talk about employees and labor and, and the people that are on the front line, yeah, they deserve to close that whole store down, the whole, you know, 24 hours, close it down. Enough's enough. And then Sean made great valid points this whole time through COVID of families spending more time together. You know, people people networking together and, and, and you know, opening all these uh, thoughts. You know, just like us three, we send each other news stuff. We read into it. We look into it. More people are doing that. But I kind of got, they were kind of bashing, you know, Oh, well, you know, and I was like, damn, you no. Know, did y'all have a take on that? You know, I don't. I've never been out shopping. You know, I do most of my shopping online for Christmas. And I, I think I think that's a good thing. There's no reason yeah. to be open. I, you know, I don't really participate in Black Friday as it is. But um, maybe it being a big corporation, they know something that we don't know. Well, you know, all these employees deserve a day off. So you're going to get your day off on November 25th or whenever Thanksgiving is. Yeah. Well, okay. Congratulations on your one day off. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, yeah. what what are, you, what are we arguing about here? You know, there's so many CEOs that stepped down right before coronavirus. So many CEOs of major corporations stepped down. You got the biggest, one of the biggest corporations right now that have all the essential workers that, oh, we're going to be closed on Thanksgiving. Well, what's coming? You know? Yeah. You know your reward as your, an essential worker at Walmart shouldn't be just Thanksgiving. It should be where they're... I, and I don't know. I don't work at Walmart. Maybe someone listening does. I don't know if they do anything where you have like a week off, two weeks on, or anything like that to help people. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they do why are we it like, down. Oh, they do close it down for Easter and Christmas. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I thought? You know what I thought as soon as I saw that is how many people are going to take the time to argue about that and read about it and discuss it and stop qu- asking questions. What's going on with um, what's his name's girlfriend? Oh, Epstein's girlfriend. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's a I think that's a that's that's a <clears throat> meaningless distraction out there and I think like and I saw that I'm like who cares I, I was like who cares and I know that's bad and the and, and I think I saw it yeah, you post I think I Hump shared it because I, I promise y'all y'all think I'm full to but my news calls <laughs> y'all to I mean it does I mean it but, really does and I and that's but see I'm all for the close they, they <laughs> these corporate companies need to close up and and hey Deborah you know what's funny about all the CEOs di- dipping out around the end of January first part of February because they all got caught with the stock market of, of lying and, and selling all their stocks. And these are government people because they knew this was coming. D- the Disney, all the uh, cruise uh, vacation corporate uh, execs, uh, they were all selling their stock because they were going to bottom out by the end of March. And then half of them got caught doing it. Don't y'all remember that? Us talking about it? We did a whole yeah. show about it. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, these CEOs took their money and ran because they knew by now, July, what what was going to take place. They were going to lose millions of bonuses. And and I think that the corporate America is crap anyway. I think that there's a huge wage gap in America. But I do. I want to see more of these corporate companies close up for these employees. But, Absolutely. But you're right. Is this is this a was this a another something to get America taking their mind off the mask, COVID, and Epstein's girlfriend that's still not going to go to trial till July of 2021? she's made it she's made it longer than i thought right now uh, my date was july the 18th so she's made it past what i thought she would have done either gotten out or or all of a sudden you know fell down walking to lunch Here's here's my prediction on that. It's going to be uh, college football is going to kick off. It'll be the first week of college football going into the second week, and she'll she'll die. She'll die mysteriously in time that time period, and then they'll shut college football down and they'll cancel elections. Watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm because 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 everybody will be tied up with college football. Living those you know dirt road alumni. Nobody's paying attention now. Then they can do that. that. That's pretty smart. I mean, I could see that happening. I really could see that happening. Um, so that's my day. Deborah, do you day. know if has the United States ever not had an election? Have we I don't think just, that we have not had an election. No, uh, did, didn't during World War Two they, they extended a term, didn't they? They did something that they didn't. They what? They didn't have an election. Didn't they extend his term? Roosevelt's. Yes, yes, they did. Yes, that, that's that's. I'm not. I don't know the details of that, but I think that's the closest thing we would have had to it. Well, let's hope it's an extension I, and not a Pelosi president. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> you know, with that thought, guys. <laughs> wow. With Pelosi being president, I definitely want to put the brakes on this because yes. I definitely want Deborah. If you'd like to, maybe next week. I'd like to do another show. Okay. If you're I'm available. Um, yeah. Thank you for joining us tonight. Well, thank you for having me. Um, you know, I got I got tons of information, so I ain't going to run out of that. <laughs> we could talk more about <laughs> aliens. That kind of threw me off because yeah. I was sticking towards the political stuff. Oh. Yeah. We're always talking uh, political. And Sean hates it. Sean hates the political Yes, I'd much rather talk yeah. about aliens. Let's try to do aliens yeah. next week. Yes. <laughs> but uh, everybody, All right. Thank you. have a great night. Everybody, be safe, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Good night. Love you guys. Bye. Good job.